Apparently, the uh, police department in Lansing, Michigan, put this tweet out. They said that they had taken spoilers from the show Stranger Things and hung them up on all their cells. So anybody who might be considering doing something nefarious in their area may want to think otherwise so that they don't end up in jail and have their favorite show ruined. Giving away plot lines before you've seen a movie or a show or read a book is pretty mean. The reason we call them spoilers is because they spoil the story for you. The show may build in tension and tension and tension, but you know what? You don't really care because a couple of days ago, your best friend said, hey, did you see that episode where the guy makes it through the woods yet? And you go, well, no, and now I don't have to watch it because you just told me he made it through the woods. Today's feast day is a giant spoiler. We're given the end of the story. We are being told exactly how everything turns out. We may not know the details about how we get there, but we do know how it ends. Today is the feast day of Christ, the King of the universe. In other words, God wins. We can fuss and act boldly and make all the claims that we want, but in the end, God wins. It's like a mom and dad going out for the evening and leaving their two kids behind, and the one kid says, we're going to sneak my friends in here now that mom and dad are out. And the other kid goes, mom and dad won't like it. They said not to let anybody in the house. The older kid goes, well, mom and dad aren't here, are they? And I'm in charge, so we're sneaking them in. It's a short-sighted plan because mom and dad will eventually come home. And the chances are there's going to be some kind of evidence that somebody was there, and then there will be a reckoning. Likewise, there are all kinds of crazy things going on in the world. Sometimes it's just personal things, and sometimes it's on a national or international level, like the massive killings at that mosque we heard about yesterday, or tyrannical world leaders, Kim Jong-un, and until very recently, Robert Mugabe. But just think on those world tyrants who are no longer with us. You can think of anybody. Saddam Hussein, Pol Pot, Stalin, even Hitler. They didn't get to live forever and control the earth. They were like children playing adults until the adults came home. They got to play God while on earth for a little bit, and I dare say they didn't have much fun doing it. And eventually, they had to go and face God because ultimately, God has already won. And they can't say that they didn't know or that there was no one to tell them, and neither can we. Today, at this Mass, we are told that we are going to appear before Christ, the King of the universe, whether we are a world leader or their subjects or their prisoners or their benefactors, or they're poor. And this king is like the good shepherd who can tell the difference between sheep and goats. He can tell who are his subjects and who are not. There's no examination of actions or the playing of a movie of your life or a courtroom scene. It's rather we present ourselves as sheep or goats, like saying, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, and swims like a duck, 
It's a duck. And the question for us is how to look like a sheep, how to walk like a sheep, and how to bleat like a sheep. And today, we're given very clear instructions on just how to do that. And it can all be summed up in two words. Be charitable. Be charitable. Why is it when you are pulling out of our big lots over here or are at the corner of Market and Portage Path or coming up to the end of the highway ramp and we see someone holding up a sign asking for money with always the tagline, God bless, why do we feel that little cringe of, ugh, maybe a little bit of guilt? You want to hide a little bit, from the, make sure you're not making eye contact. It's because we know we are called to be charitable and to show mercy. Our Christianity calls us to reach out to those in need. And in this way, these people are a very great service to us. They are a blessing to us. We might go through an entire day not thinking of people who are in need, worried about where I need to be, uh, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to say when I get there, what I'm going to buy, worried about how I look, worried about what the news is on on the radio, and there is the reminder, bam! Life is about being Christ to others. Ouch. Now, I'm not saying that we must give to that person because they happen to be there. I'm not even saying that that's a wise or good idea, but... It should make us stop and think. How am I being charitable otherwise in my life? Am I being charitable otherwise in my life? What thing could I be doing to help those in need? And maybe say a prayer of thanks for the person that was there that reminded you to be charitable, as unpleasant as it might have been. Now, it's not all about money. There are all kinds of poverty. The gospel today has all kinds of suggestions for taking care of different kinds of poverty. Visiting, caring, welcoming. What is something that's missing in someone's life? What poverty do they have that we could possibly fulfill? There are those who are just lonely and need visited. The sick who need cared for. Those who are overwhelmed that need assistance. The lost that need prayer. Some people just need you to listen. Some need a pat on the back. Some need discipline and structure. Others instructions or guidance or maybe just a smile. Mother Teresa says when we reach out this way and give to somebody else's poverty, it's as if we are making a loan to God. That's echoed in the message from Christ today. He says, when you do these things, even for the least among you, you did it for me. And think of that. How is the king going to recognize you as one of his subjects when you stand before him? He will recognize you because he saw you when in your charity you alleviated someone's poverty. Because when you did it for that person, you did it for Christ. And he saw you, not as a goat, but as one of his precious sheep who reflects his own image back to him. As easy for him to see 
as it is for a second grader to tell the difference between the sheep and the goats.